We're ready. Well, he ruined it. Wow, that's how you be real. Oh. Scene one, take one, marker. Yeah, that's how you be real. So you don't even know what we're going to look like in no. the be real? Mm-mm. That is dangerous. I mean, you can choose which side you see, but I opted to see Chris because I didn't want to deal with you being like, hey, no, that's not my picture. Or whatever you would say. Okay. Hey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Zip. I'm Ryland Adams, of course, joined by Lizzie Gordon. Hello, hello. Hi. Oh, did Hi. You survive the full moon? I don't think so. I don't, I barely. I'm like crawling to the end of this full moon. And although it was beautiful, I've never really looked into what a full me- moon actually means. Madness. But I know like growing up, everyone's like, that's when the crazy happens. Yes. And that's exactly what happened in my life this weekend. Yeah, I think your life was a little bit more hectic than mine was. I just lost my wallet. So. And blamed <laughs> me for it. Well, it feels like it could be yours or Riley's fault. Honestly, I would. My money is on Riley, and if she starts getting some suspicious packages that you're like, I didn't get that for Riley, it's mine. Have you looked to see if anybody's using it? No. Wow. I'll do that. Okay, so all your money's gone, and you have no idea. Well, this has been days. The last time I saw you was Thursday. I know. I don't even think I had it Thursday. You're crazy. Yeah. We went to lunch and everything and you didn't even have a card? No, I paid with my phone, remember? I, I tapped don't do it. that kind of thing. Yeah. That's nuts. It is, isn't it? <laughs> I'm very disappointed. So we went hiking on Wednesday, was it? No, Thursday. Yeah. We went hiking on Thursday. This bitch takes me to do the stairs, the Calabasas stairs. They're famous, like the Calabasas stairs. I don't don't care if they're famous. (sighs) I have not been able to walk since that day. It was literally the most mild workout I've ever done. It was not. I literally have been bedridden (laughs) for three days, and I go to the gym every day. My calves hurt to the touch. Joe tried to rub the knots out, and the fucking cops were called by my neighbors because they thought he was killing me. (laughs) I am in agony. I've I've been soaking in fucking salt water baths and laying in bed, and because I'm old, it's traveled up my spine, and I now have a stiff neck. Orange Theory is very intense, and you do that so often. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't nothing. These stairs weren't nothing, and then this fucking bitch creeps over off the trail up and it's like at the back of this gated community where apparently britney spears lives and this fucking well she there's house drama with her too i don't care he's she doesn't like her new mansion so she's moving back to her old mansion (laughs) i'm glad that you know that of course all the gossip that i know is from like real estate websites yeah but so this bitch goes up to the the gate that's around this community the back end don't be crazy and then he starts saying he's gonna crawl over the gate climb over the gate and i was like no we're not doing i that. think you we're have 30... footage of me trying to trespass and i would have gone all the way there had you not been like i yeah. will not do that with you i you're, will not you're be welcome gated community in calabasas <laughs> i wasn't i'm keeping it. this hobo out of your fucking neighborhood listen it's not like i'm gonna go take pictures it's not like i'm gonna walk up to anyone's door Chris. i was gonna do hey i was gonna do <laughs> a simple hot girl walk and appreciate the real estate chris he, I go, I'm not climbing over any fucking fence. He goes, you don't have to. I'm going to open the gate from the other side. And then starts reaching over and trying to open the gate. Okay. But it won't open because it's a gated community. So it needs a fob on both ends. It's not like I did something super crazy because I didn't do it. There's an entrance at the top of the stairs where it's packed. I was very diligent. No, he went I to walked a sneaky, around the mountain. Sneaky spot. 
where the other people who probably live there couldn't see him sneaking in. So if anybody is interested on actually having fun with me, I am auditioning new friends because- You might end up in jail though, guys. I'm... So watch the fuck out and his dog will steal your wallet. But the fun part is hopefully we can be together. Uh, I have been trying to do a lot of the hikes in the Santa Monica Mountains, which that range is like so many miles. And there's so many over here. So I was very glad you joined me. Lizzie's been doing this thing where she can't hang out with me unless she decides last minute she can hang out with me. And then she acts like she can't go to lunch with me, although I know she wants to go to lunch with me and then ends up going to lunch with me and is like, we can never hang out again. Well, I'm trying to budget my eating because the food I've been eating is just fucking crazy. I said it was a sip expense. I know, but I can only have so many sip expense meals before it starts weighing heavy on my conscience. We were working. Listen, this whole this whole conversation has been about us working. Right. I and then when I asked her to come work with me yesterday, I said, listen, we need something to talk about on the podcast. Come join me at Yoga Sculpt because I'm on like this hot girl journey. Yeah. I, I know people start their New Year's resolutions in early January. No, every day is a new day to start a resolution. My New Year's resolutions didn't hit until February mm-hmm. and I'm hell bent on like prioritizing being healthy again for some reason. I mean, you're saying being healthy, but what you mean is... Getting a six-pack back. Yeah. Well, and that, okay. there's a difference. Okay, well, I don't want to, like, trigger anyone because I know, like, well, everyone's body is unique. Well, I think you use unique. a different word for something that is just a chiseled six-pack, it is triggering. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. But by doing that, I I have... I'm trying to, like, really cut down on sugar. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be very conscious of eating a lot of greens and vegetables throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to drink alcohol. I am trying to do like from the inside out health because for the last year in Colorado, it's like it feels very homey there. Then the holidays happen. And I did get to a place where and it's not a problem, but I just wasn't conscious about what I was putting in my body at all. It's just like if I want it, I eat it. And sometimes that doesn't feel good. And that's what I mean. Like I could eat a whole bag of fucking hot Cheetos Limon and then I'm shitting fire two hours later wondering what the fuck happened. And it's like, you happened, bitch. You happened to yourself. So I looked down the other day and I was just like, wow, my lower belly is like, it's like, it's not what it once was. And so I just thought, wow, you know what? I'm going to do this for a little bit and feel good as Mm -hmm. well. Like I'm still eating a lot of food. I'm just changing the type of food that I'm eating to be a lot healthier. Like yesterday, I got a salad after my yoga class and instead of eating the bread I said don't put the bread there because I know I can't not eat it you know Mm -hmm. so I'm just I'm trying my best (laughs) and then I was like well what is my even inspiration and you know which picture I found oh no this is like you're doing a lot of ED things right now (laughs) you've got your thin well no it's about myself it's myself okay it's my I am my own I'm competing against myself okay I'm allowed to eat healthy and you are you definitely are what's your picture Okay, well, the reason that I brought up my picture <laughs> is because it was from a sketch with you. Oh, so many oh, years ago. That's not healthy. You're never going to be a 24 year old boy again. <laughs> you got to just accept that. I mean, do what you got to do, but I mean, you don't. <laughs> Whatever. I'm allowed to be healthy if I want to be healthy. I. On my salad journey, oh. um, I or I've been ordering like the Kardashian salads. Yeah, you know the health nut, the uh-huh. big salad. You do the salad shake, uh-huh. and I noticed like if there's ever an upgrade for me, it's this one for a dollar fifty. They promoted that they will finely chop your salad. Right, but do they? And we know that's my biggest. He's a salad chopper. Peeve. Like I get a salad and I spend five minutes chopping. He it. wants to be baby birded. I can't eat those full leaves of lettuce. He needs someone else to chew it no, first thank you. and then so spit this it in the one fifty 
I for one dollar and fifty cents, I was promised. That's expensive, by the way, which is crazy. It saves me five minutes, and that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of money, but I was like, if this does what I want it to do, mm-hmm. worth it. Does it? It showed up full fucking blown lettuce leaves. Like oh. still on the fucking core. Yeah. Like you had to rip it off the little nut at the end. It was the biggest FU in the world because I Did really went out there on a ledge. Yeah. It was Postmates. So I wasn't like, I couldn't be like this because Postmates is actually really good and DoorDash. I don't actually remember which one it was, but you can just say like if an item was wrong, you can just say this item was wrong mm-hmm. and they'll just fully refund you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I don't know how to be like, this upgrade was wrong. So. I would have said the item was wrong. No, it wasn't wrong. Is somebody killing us? I don't know. Did you hear that? Yeah. It sounded <laughs> like a T-Rex was out oh, there is it about the chair? to take off our roof. It must be the chair because those legs aren't locked out. Chris is in a director's chair. It's fine. It's rickety crickety. Okay. Well, I've been talking for a long time. What do you have for us? Oh, nothing. I want, <laughs> Do you want to talk about what? You, you had a big weekend. Do you want to talk about it? Well, I had okay. questions earlier. Was, you said you were bringing it to the pod. Circling back to the very full moon. Chris was actually with us, but we're about to film Shane's podcast. And this is very serious. I'm like at a 10 in energy right now. And this is like not a 10 of fun. Right. Um, but Uno had a seizure. Jesus. Like really aggressive, really bad lasted like four minutes oh god and of course it's right as all the vets are closing yeah can't take him to a vet because they're like no we're we're closed in five minutes yeah and so i have to rush him to an emergency hospital he's there getting his blood work and his x-rays and he's there all night all of uh the shane's podcast is there set up ready to go Mm mm-hmm and it was just a nightmare. I we still his blood work and his X rays came back perfectly clean, mm-hmm. which like and I just saw him. He's the sweetest. Well, and that sounds great, but that's honestly not ideal. I was hoping that he had maybe eaten something that was like poisonous to him, and they could mm-hmm. pump his stomach because now this means that it might be. It, I mean, lower end, he could have epilepsy. Right, but I and I don't think there's any need. Can I just? Is it? Yep. I just want to interact. I, I interject. I feel like. No matter what, we can Google all fucking day and come up with what it could be. But that causes a lot of stress and anxiety. Shane started Googling and then was bawling for three hours. I was like, Shane, we we can't like jump to conclusions until we see a specialist. And the problem is a lot of these specialists don't work on weekends because Mm -hmm. they're like very specific doctors. And so he was at uh, an animal hospital that was great. They didn't have a neurologist until Sunday who couldn't actually do the full blown exam for Uno. So we actually have an appointment with a specialist doctor on Wednesday, the day this podcast goes live but it's just strange because it was a very aggressive seizure Mm -hmm. but then even urgent care the doctor was like well it wasn't cluster seizures and all of his work has come back fine he was like if i would have had any inkling that it uh, he needed to stay here and be observed until he could see the neurologist, I would tell you to do so. Mm -hmm. Um, so we ended up deciding to bring him back home and it's, he's like 100% again, no signs of anything. Um, and obviously the worst would be a brain tumor Mm -hmm. or something life threatening, but he doesn't have the signs of like, he isn't like, He's not doing, he's not acting strange. He's yeah, not doing he's eating, anything out of active. the normal. And a lot, and even the urgent care doctor said, well, did he pee or poop while this was happening? I was like, no, he didn't. I mean, so it's just right now a huge mystery. What Do you mind if I ask how it started? Um, it was after a lot of physical activity. Like he had just gone on a walk. And then a lot of times after the walk, uh, we'll play fetch with uh, the three dogs. Mm-hmm. And I do remember 
one other time after he swam, actually, he had something similar, but this was during the day and I had called the vet and she, she was like nine out of 10 times if they had just been swimming, it's their body temperature and they're just, uh, but what I'm it's like, what does it look like? I mean, he, like was, he was convulsing, he kind of lost control of his back legs, convulsing mm -hmm. his, eye, to me, he looked conscious, mm -hmm. uh, there, we got a video at the very end. The vet seemed to think he wasn't conscious, but to me, it looked like Uno was looking at me, like, how can I make this stop? Right. Um, oh, I guess I could fuck. have confused that with him not being conscious right. but i swear to you like my eye connection with him i knew he was just looking at you like I, daddy help like me. how do we make this stop oh man that fucks me up and so now i'm thinking oh was that one incident in the past actually a seizure and mm -hmm. now is this his second seizure mm -hmm. um we I, i'm kicking myself that like i didn't take him after that because he did like is after we warmed him up after the pool he kind of just completely stopped and showed no sign so mm -hmm. i wasn't like alarmed and we had just gotten uno's um blood work prior to that one not long before so i don't know we're gonna see a specialist yeah. on wednesday i'm hoping for the best send your thoughts and prayers for uno he yeah. is the world's best dog yeah he's my favorite dawson adams yeah. no offense well <laughs> Um, and then Riley, I'm telling you, this full moon took my fucking wallet. Be crazy. <laughs> Riley found the one escape through this fence right that as bitch. sun was setting. She's running through the fucking mountains. Are you joking? I don't know where she is. And I was just playing with her. And she, like, it happened in like a this, split She second. needs to go to like Bad Girls Club. <laughs> like, this bitch is crazy. Well, no, she's a puppy. I mean, I do agree. So, like, when I first got Riley trained, uh, it was very like potty training. Mm hmm. And behavioral and like basic commands, sit, stay, all of these things. Mm -hmm. um, and she's really good with all of that. The thing that she's struggling with now is her puppy energy. And I have kind of stopped being as strict with the training because life gets busy. Mm -hmm. We got another cat. We moved back to California. It's mm -hmm. just been a lot. So now that we're kind of settled here at the moment, I really need to get back in and do more of like beat her ass. Because she is out of line. She has a lot of energy. She and has, she, do you know what she said to me this morning? What? She looked at me and she went, fuck you. And I, I was like, like, Riley, Anne. And then she hit me. <laughs> she got up on her hind legs and she bought me in the face. She was like, Phew. I was like, what the, what did I do to you? It was crazy. She's like, I got your wallet, She's bitch. not as bad as like, Lizzie Riley, makes her out to be fuck? on the internet. She gets excited when people come over. To but, steal their wallet so she can get shit online for herself. And I know like a lot of people are like, well, you have to tell, like you have to set boundaries when people come over too. And it's not that easy when four people are walking into the house to be like, ignore this dog. And you know, like we're working on it. I mean, I'm ignoring her. My other two dogs are fabulous and Riley will be there as well. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> Oh, it's not like your dogs man. are much better behaved. No, my dogs are amazing. No, I my dogs are really they good were wilding boys. out too. They're but they, did, you, did we talk about the bath already? I don't know. They got bathrobes. Also, why are you bathing your dogs at six a.m.? Uh, There's not a better is, time than six a.m. Well, this is the only time I could wash them, and Bubs is really smart, so he knows. Like the last time I gave them a bath, a bath time turned into two days last week, which is not an, okay for me. Like I don't have the type of lifestyle where I can give one boy a bath. And then the other boy a bath another day. Like these motherfuckers need to be washed at the same time. You know what I'm saying? But Bubs catches wise and he will hide for 12 hours 
somewhere where I can't find him, which is devastating and terrifying. <laughs> or he'll like hide underneath the, the coffee table in the living room and I can't pull his little body out and he won't come out for treats or anything or he'll hide under the ottoman. He'll like, and you can't see him there. Like it's horrifying. The amount of times I've run out to the middle of the street screaming, Babs! with treats, shaking them, screaming and crying and yeah, he's me. under the ottoman. Mm. Yeah. Um, Except my dog is running through the yours, your mountains. dogs are just running through the mountains. But I uh, so now it's just when he come when we're cuddling in the morning, I just grab him and take him right to the bath, and then I wash them. And they got cute little rubber ducky bathrobes. Those are super cute. They're really fucking cute. They're my little bath bros. <laughs> I love them so much. Did I show you, Chris? No. They have little rubber ducky bathrobes. I'll show you. <laughs> we'll put an image up on the screen. We'll put an image up on the screen because it's okay, so cute. Don't find it now. It's right here. I don't want you to be There's scrolling no finding. for three hours. Look at him. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> I don't. I feel like pictures of dogs they're are kind little, of like they're little bath bros. Asking a lot of look people. Look at him, Chris. He's just looking back at me in his little robe while what his expect- brother's eating his breakfast in the back. What? Okay, robe. we're done. We're done. We're done. What kind of reaction do you expect? Like, what do you want from the, showing when your, I see other this picture? It makes me want to quit every fucking plan I have for the rest of my life and just hang out with these little. And bastards. you think it should have the same effect on everyone who sees it? If it doesn't, I don't trust you. <laughs> You're sick. You're a sick, dangerous person if you don't think that that's something that you should cancel all your plans to go cuddle with. Also, it's come to light that my friend Sarah doesn't like my dogs and I'm fucking over her. She's dead to me. How did this come about? She basically told me. Well, your dogs are very misbehaved as well. They love fiercely. And I love them for their love. Okay. Nobody puts Bobo in a Do you corner. want to talk about AirPod etiquette? Why do you have my AirPods? Because those are missing too. <laughs> You're so crazy. <laughs> do you have them? Oh, I just got a surrogate update. How's it going? I don't know. Damn. I just popped up on Should a screen we check? and went away. No, I don't want to do that live on air. What if oh. it's bad? Why would it be bad? Well, we're waiting on her health results. And that is like the threshold of if we can start a process of moving yeah. forward. Are those them? I don't know. Wow, I'm so excited. I just saw her name. Not the surrogate. I could throw up right now. Are you pregnant? No, I'm not pregnant right now. I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay, so when we're at lunch, the... The what? server had his AirPods in. Okay, it wasn't Were the server. Were they my you, AirPods? Listen. Did he steal my AirPods? <laughs> you need to stop. Where are my AirPods? Did Riley take them? You're reckless. I am not. You're reckless, mommy. Okay, so yeah, continue. Uh, You're saying he's not our server yet. He's the one who served us our food. No, this is a place where you order at the counter yeah. and then there's a food runner who drops your food. It's not like they're talking to you. Right. He might say like, do you need anything else? So yeah. he's probably listening to a podcast because he's not an actual server. And Lizzie was like, that is crazy. And I yeah, said, that's is wild. it really crazy? Yeah, it is. It's dismissive as fuck to engage with other human beings while you're not listening well to them. i'm sure when he walks up to the table he hits pause i don't care you're wearing earphones take them out why you're at What's work to you the around sur- other human beings the bartender wasn't wearing airpods the guy who took our order I know. wasn't wearing airpods the guy who brought us our food and is walking He's around 25 That's other saying, like, people if i'm a busser at a restaurant where i don't have interaction with the customers really why wouldn't i not be able to wear I mean, if I was a restaurant owner, I would probably be like, cut it out. Yeah. But if I'm a customer, it's like they delivered our it's food and it was delicious. 
It's in. It's weird. Well, see, just I, be fucking present. Why okay. can't we be fucking present? Why can't people just be exactly. off their fucking phone? Exactly. I'm looking you at pictures of my dog. No, you're if not. If I had pictures of my dog in my wallet, I'd be looking at those too. You, she leaves her phone facing up, oh, and every he's time mad because I take a call from my vet. No, that is not what I'm mad about. <laughs> when, you, of course, when you're waiting on a call, I do not mind. It's when you have your phone sitting up, and every time you get a text, you mentally check out for two and a half seconds, and I'm like, woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> I'd like to take you back to our hike at Fryman Canyon where you were auto texting the entire time. And that's because something was going down. I had roofing drama. Interesting. So looks like we're beefing. <laughs> anyway. My money's hey, on me. I wasn't done. Oh, I no. said, oh, well, when Uh-oh. I'm walking my dogs, I have my AirPods in too. But if I'm seeing anyone that I'm about to approach, I always hit pause on whatever I'm listening to because like my biggest nightmare is someone like vocalizing to me or saying hi to me and me ignoring them because I didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. So whenever I have anyone in my vicinity, I hit pause which is also annoying because then if they don't say something I'm like what a waste of time I just had to like yeah whatever and you were like I don't do that no but I'm also realizing like I'm not like ever around a lot of people I did have an encounter on Monday where I was uh, listening to a podcast while walking to my improv show and someone started talking to me and I had to be like oh I'm so sorry I'm listening to like terrorist tapes right now (laughs) and they were like what and I was like I have my ear pods in and you're a stranger talking to me and it's scary. See, yours would be even worse because you have hair that covers your ears. They yeah. would just think you're freaking rude. But when you're walking... I mean, I don't know. I also feel like don't talk to a woman at night. When you're walking your dogs in your neighborhood, you don't encounter your neighbors? Not really, actually. I don't think any of the dogs in my neighborhood are well-behaved enough to be around each other because I've noticed, <laughs> like, I'm scared, but I'm like, I don't have to walk the other way. They're already walking the other way. <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple dogs that'll say hi like there's a really cute like gray brindle frenchie sheila who will stop and say hi to icky and they're cute together they're real cute they're annoying as fuck because frenchies are dumb as hell but uh they'll just go like this in circles with each other until they're totally tangled and um he icky and bubs have another friend named lucky so we'll stop and say hi to those two but everyone else goes the other way I can't imagine why. It seems like it's a dumb problem. Oh, yeah. It seems like a dumb problem. Usually people look at Bubs and they just like laugh and he spreads joy. Okay. I think we should get to the hot topics because I also did want to try to get to some of our advice questions this afternoon. Today's podcast is sponsored by HelloFresh, a company you can rely on to eat better by delivering fresh ingredients and easy recipes right to your door, taking the hassle out of dinner time. HelloFresh now has over 40 weekly recipes to choose from, so you can say bye-bye to your recipe rut and treat yourself and your family to exciting new flavors every week. No matter your lifestyle or your meal preferences, HelloFresh has recipes that are sure to please everyone at your table. From fit and wholesome to veggie or family friendly, you'll always find something even for the pickiest of eaters. I love, especially when I'm hunkering down and trying to eat healthy, I can rely on a delicious healthy meal from HelloFresh without having to think for hours on end, what am I going to eat tonight? Green Chef, who we also work with is now owned by HelloFresh and I personally love switching between the brands and now all of you can enjoy both brands with me at a discount. So go to HelloFresh.com slash the SIP65 and use code the SIP65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash the SIP65 and use code the SIP65 for 65% off plus free shipping. I'm crazy about a good deal and that's why I'm so excited that today's episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when you're shopping on your iPhone or computer. 
computer. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for a coupon code is a thing of the past. Honey is a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart at checkout. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites and when you go to checkout, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch as the prices drop. With all of the animal additions that we have, I've recently been shopping for their food online and in bulk and for having Honey installed on a purchase of over $120, I saved $12 for simply having Honey installed. And Honey doesn't just work on desktops, it also works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could straight up be missing out on savings and by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid while also supporting this show. So get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com sip. That's joinhoney.com sip. Wait, I apologized to Julia Fox and I changed the spelling of my name. What? Who wrote L-I-Z-Z-I-E? I don't know. Obviously, it wasn't me. Yeah, I probably wrote that down, but I do know how to spell your name. Yeah, remember, you always talk shit about Julia Fox, and mm-hmm. then you sent me, as as soon as the episode went up last week, a TikTok of her, and you were like, wait, why do I love her? Damn. You don't remember this? No. You're fucking kidding me. <laughs> I went, well, there were a few things that went awry, so she did her little house... Her little house tour. And that's what we were talking about. We talked and about that. Was her but she... on an interview of some girl's show where she was talking about like, I cannot believe you don't Keep remember. going. Jog my memory. I don't <laughs> remember. I've been in physical agony for fucking 72 hours. Why? From the hike. That's crazy. Lizzie, I lost stairs. brain cells. I was pissed because we didn't do the stairs twice. I if, Imagine if I had. <laughs> where would I be today? The fucking hospital? That is wild to me. I think somebody that doesn't even work out could do those stairs. Do and I be not fine. seem like a little lame to you today? Like I'm unwell, bro. My neck fucking hurts. Okay, if you don't remember the Julia Fox Well, no, thing, there were there were I a couple do. of things that had happened. One was her house tour, the other was We already talked about her house tour. Bitch, I'm trying to get to the other one and you won't shut the fuck up. Okay. What do you mean? Let me look up the fucking Oh my gosh. You're so the other crazy. one was I'm trying to guess what it was. The other thing was that there's this trend on TikTok right now where people talk about like their sex no partners with mascara that and- wasn't it she was on some fancy set of a talk show talking oh about, like- she was with that woman okay <laughs> she I- was on an hbo talk show that's kind of controversial i can't remember what it's called she was on it a long time ago so this is old news but it was just trending on tiktok again for me where she's talking about how all men are psychopaths <laughs> right oh it's on z-i-w-e is there gonna be copyrighted music Probably. Oh, look, he was looking at Morgan. No, that it, it's the for you. I, I hate oh, Morgan's on your for you page. That bitch is trendy as hell. I hate when you click on a TikTok though, like from a link. Now it's gone in the message. Mm. You click on the fucking link of the TikTok and it just takes you to your homepage. It's like I yeah. clicked for a fucking reason. It's a glitch. It's a glitch. I, now I can't find it. It was <gasps> like so far up in the scrolling. I know what it was. Messages. She I'm, says all men are psychopaths, and if you men get to have penises, women should get to have guns at all times. Because okay. both are weapons of mass destruction. I was like, do I love her now? Maybe. <laughs> See, we got there. Took us five minutes. And we plugged Morgan's TikTok. That bitch is literally viral. Yeah, she did go viral with she that She did TikTok. go viral. She did do that. She did do that. That's our girl. That's our little virality. Oh my God. Are we naming our daughters virality? No, that seems toxic. Oh. Okay. Oh no. Whoa. What the Whoa! fuck? How does that happen? Oh my gosh. What is this? Magnets or witchcraft? Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. Get serious for a second. Okay. So we have a new TV show. 
The Last of Us. The Last of Us. Are you watching this, Christopher? No, he's not. He only no, watches but I Thirteen. Really Reason want why. to. We're watching The Last of Us. I love it. <laughs> so do I. Did you watch last night? <laughs> no, there was so much on last night. What well, was on last oh, night? Oh, I needed to watch. I haven't seen the Pam and Tommy, or not the Pam and Tommy. The, the Pam Doc. Pam Doc. Yeah. And then the Grammys were on, so right. I thought like maybe I should scroll through that. Snore, 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 snore. So boring. No, there's some stuff that happened that was groundbreaking. Beyonce became the biggest Grammy winner of all times or something like that. And even for the internet, that's not enough. The first headline I saw was like, how Beyonce won, but it still feels like she lost. I, and I didn't, see, I didn't watch any of it. I'm like, okay, internet. I'm sure she's happy about yeah. it. Like Beyonce didn't write I that saw article. T- we'll go back. We'll get back to okay, this. Anyway, right. this The Last of Us. Oh, oh my gosh. Just a, well, that's what you get when you got a nail. <laughs> whatever. Moving on from my nails. Um, so you didn't watch last night? No. I am feeling so reckless that I would like to spoil it for you. Don't. I know. No, I will, like, all I want to do is say, like, well, guess what happened? Well, does it live up to the game? Joel's dead! Stop it. Joel died. You, I'm going to kill you, and everyone so else is going to kill you, too. If that happens now, I will come to your house <laughs> with my penis that is a mass... What, a dr- weapon of mass destruction. Yes. Well, good thing I've got a gun, honey. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think it's a HBO recently has been doing like a twist on drama where they go from doing something that's like uh, they pick like a gnarly set piece, but it's like a, almost just a drama show. And I really like that hybrid. Show. Well, I guess if you haven't seen The Last of Us yet, it's a it's a series. It's a series. It's a limited series based on a video game made by Craig Mazin, the guy who did Chernobyl. I don't know what's happening there. Sorry. <laughs> I have a lot of anxiety today. I'm having a hard time. Um, Are you going to tell us why this week? No, I, I because I haven't been going to the gym, so I haven't been able to keep my emotions in check, and I'm like fucking falling apart. Okay. Like, I go to the gym to feel well, and I haven't been able to go because you broke my calves. <laughs> anyway, Craig Mason's doing a good job. He's a good man. Well, the premise is like... Is it mushrooms? Mm, yeah, it's fungus. So that and that's a mushroom. But the the it's based on a video game. Uh, I know that. Yeah. But I'm just saying. If so you the pre- it's a it's game. a post apocalyptic world where the world ended not from a pandemic but because mushrooms or a fungus evolved to inhabit the human body and create sort of a mushroom zombie. Right. Yeah. And so now the remaining, the last of us, are running around trying to stay alive. Yeah. They're just doing the best they can. What's incredible about it is after they set up the storyline, it feels like there's a mini, like, it's like a different series inside of every episode mm-hmm. that seems connected and it's so beautifully done. This last episode, well, the reason we're talking about Well, the about third this, episode. Oh, the third episode. Yeah. The third episode was devastating so devastating like are we gonna cry right now (laughs) (laughs) spoiler alerts ahead guys okay we'll get to your headline what was the headline oh is nick offerman allowed to play a gay role the last of us fans say nick offerman is allowed to play a gay role oh you wanted me to read the whole headline well i was just gonna have a discourse with you about it but i (laughs) what's wild is that the internet i guess has decided that like obviously there's been a large conversation about straight actors not being able to play gay roles. Mm -hmm. And so I guess like, I don't know where this came from, but I guess the masses decided it's okay that Nick Offerman, who's straight, plays gay. Yeah. They're real picky and choosy with who's allowed to do what in this industry. But I say, like, um, it's all acting. I wonder if these people are okay with living people playing dead people. (laughs) 
or if that's an issue as well should we just haul some dead bodies up i just don't know why we can't let the best actor win you know i don't understand either and here's what i will say i think this should be more on like the pressure to audition gay actors should be more on the production and the casting director Mm -hmm. i think if it's a gay role great see 50 percent gay people see 50 percent straight people and whoever's best for the role let them act their ass off yeah who cares yeah I just don't like, uh, yes, I want more representation for groups that are underrepresented, mm-hmm. but I think that comes from auditioning them. And if they're not best for the part, yeah. they're not best for the part. And also it's the character. Give me the representation in the character. Write a character that provides representation and then play the fuck out of that character. Yeah. And this performance was beautiful. Yeah. It was so stunning. moving. Like I like. And I guess because it was executed well mm-hmm. and people didn't know it was coming because it had this casting news come out before mm-hmm. maybe the internet would have abrupted, like erupted, but because they got to consume it, they're like, wow, this was moving. Yeah. Um, so I think reacting before something actually happens or even reacting to a headline of something, even with this Pam documentary, which we'll get to in a second, I've seen a lot of the headlines about this so blown out of context. Yeah. And then you watch it and it's not even no, close to sweet, what they're trying yeah. to exploit her as. And so, I mean, obviously people like to construct things so that they can be angry and yeah. upset to garner their own attention online, which is nothing new. No, nothing new at all. Welcome to Twitter, bitch. Welcome to Twitter, which is why I've exited the chat. Although I was uh, watching um, like a movie review girl and she threw like a tweet up in her edit that she was talking about. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that person got 320,000 likes on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And Shane goes, oh no, that's views. I guess Twitter's doing views now. I, You know, I don't even know how to log into Twitter. I mean, that's (laughs) wild. Like what if that's like Instagram instead of seeing, I don't see likes because I was one of the accounts that they took likes away from which i'm fine with i actually live yeah. happily in that space I, they also didn't decide to give me those like bubbles in the like are the status updates in your messages oh i don't know what that is do you have those chris on twitter no on instagram i guess people have status updates now and if you go to your messages you can see the people that like you mutually follow oh oh wait i, I do actually yes okay yeah <sighs> i don't have that. <laughs> instagram just decided i mean not would for you, you even look at it I don't know. I feel like honestly, all I do on Instagram is talk to Stacy. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> Shout out Stacy. Uh, Shout out Stacy. Shout out my girl Ashley. I talked to a girl Ashley there too. <laughs> She'll appreciate this. Oh, I was saying that that would be like if Instagram instead of showing likes showed views, like how many people scrolled through it. And I just I was like, oh, that's interesting. Huh. 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 Anyway, The Last of Us, great series. I also, what I really like about it is as a person who's written for television, I feel like a lot of the times you're forced into this box of storytelling. On page nine, this happens. And on page 15, that happens. And I sometimes like to write things a little bit differently. Each story has a beginning, middle, and end. But it's a non-traditional way of packaging it in a flow. Yeah. And a lot of the times that gets me really negative feedback. And it drives me fucking bonkers because I try to explain that I'm telling it's a character study story and nobody cares. And I feel like Craig Mazin has done this so successfully by breaking the mold of traditional storytelling on television because each episode does not play out the way that like the, a standard network would force you to structure your story. The unwritten rules that like have to be followed well, you, about writing. Yeah. And it's like 
no they're written <laughs> like yeah. they're written <laughs> like they you can't get away with not that's being so that way. crazy because yeah. i mean i'm not a writer but i'm a video creator and no one video is ever executed the same each is unique to that storyline it yeah and that's you know it gets it gets a little bit tiresome there are ways to be very creative about it like i uh because we're on the topic of it one of my favorite non-traditional traditional pilots is the pilot for atlanta and when you read that pilot you know he's hit every mark of the page number where you're supposed to be for a dramedy mm -hmm. and and he's infused it with originality and surrealism and what the fuck isms in it right. as well which is just so fucking fun and he's you know because he played the game the way you're supposed to play it and then he morphed it and, and found success doing it now he can do whatever he wants it's one of the most uh acclaimed shows on television right now so that's really cool and i love that craig mason's doing this all right let's okay. move on to this pam anderson doc all right the oh, pam anderson doc i did want to say the guy from white lotus was the other gay character yes and i loved him in it and i didn't even realize until i googled him afterwards oh really that's how crazy different he looked at least to me oh i saw it in his face okay yeah i also joe was watching it and joe doesn't read anything beforehand so he's just like what are these guys gay and i was like <laughs> yeah dude what? <laughs> like, kissing at the piano he's like are, are they gay no like literally joe's like he's like looking at the way this guy's cooking and like living he's like wait is this guy gay <laughs> <laughs> you're like actually no he's, he's straight. like is it covert gay it. code that they know how to what wines to pair with rabbit <laughs> like it was so funny to me i was like yes baby this is a gay storyline <laughs> he's like oh it's also so cool that like this is the most i'd say talked about popular show right now yeah. and having that whole episode be dedicated to this gay storyline that isn't in your face or over the top yeah. but just a story about love yeah is something i am such a fan of oh me too and then also can i just say i fucking love that these guys showered before fucking because i am so sick of yellowstone <laughs> showing all this dirty nasty fucking prairie fucking nobody's fucking with a dick that dirty in the apocalypse do you know what i'm saying these mother god bless you for writing in a shower before these two men started fucking for real that is that on god that is some of the most authentic shit i've seen today yeah sometimes even without an apocalypse i'm telling shane we have to brush our teeth first both honestly, of us and it's not honestly, just on you it's on both of us yeah the other well i won't go there but okay. there was a moment in time where i was like baby we can't i need to brush my teeth first and it's like but imagine like post apocalyptic dick i just wrote a line and it doesn't matter anyway loved that that was for me that took the cake of the episode <laughs> on to the pam anderson doc and also pam's a woman who bathes a lot and my boys bathe anyways let's look at this themed episode today's podcast is sponsored by rocket money you know the famous last words try it free for 30 days well that's enough time to try and completely forget about the subscription and before you know it you're paying for a subscription you don't even use every single month with rocket money you can change that with a few quick taps Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they've forgotten about. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emails back and forth. Rocket Money makes canceling 
subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. I use Rocket Money for all of my personal finance needs. I can tell how much is coming in versus how much is going out. I've set up a smart savings account and they help me monitor my credit score, which is especially important when buying bigger purchases like a house or a car. So stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com sip. That's rocketmoney.com sip. Rocketmoney.com sip. Today's podcast is sponsored by DoorDash and that essay that you definitely started weeks before the deadline and not the night before might be easier with some late night snacks. DoorDash can help you get the snacks and energy drinks you need to get you through that long all-nighter. Get the back-to-school savings you really want and get unlimited free DoorDash delivery with DashPass, just $4.99 a month for students. With $0 delivery fees, exclusive items, and more than 25,000 member-only offers nationwide, DashPass by DoorDash has everything you need to make this semester memorable. DashPass for students gets you delivery in an hour or less so you can satisfy those spur-of-the-moment cravings. Or save even more with 5% DoorDash credits back on pickup orders. And of course, you save even more with an annual membership. For less than $50 a year, you get unlimited $0 delivery fees. So for a limited time, our listeners can get 50% off up to a $20 value and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app and enter code SIP23. That's 50% off up to a $20 value and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code SIP23. Don't forget that's code SIP23 for 50% off up to a $20 value and zero delivery fees with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed this when yeah. she was kind of promoting it as like, oh, my sons are the ones that uh, like created and curated and put this project together. I was kind of like, uh, like that actually, I think it was a marketing technique that mm. they used. But for me, that was like a reason it took me so long to get there. Right. But I'm glad I did get there because I thought it was put together really beautifully. Like I I really liked how this was was executed. It was so sweet. It was so sweet and I love how fiercely protective those boys are of their mom. Yeah. And I love their relationship. I love that little clip at the end. I think it was made probably from Cribs where they're both on their little toy motorcycles. Mm-hmm. I just thought, like, my note about Pamela in general is, to me, it's incredible how fearless she is. Yes. Because in society, a a lot of us, me included, consider everything before making big decisions. Like, she just said yes. She said yes to what came her way. She loved hard. She would fall in love and fall out of love. And just because she fell out of love, she was like, I'm not going to stay in a marriage because I'm not in love. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people, a lot of things play into factor with like where you've set roots. If you have children financially, mm-hmm. like what does a divorce mean? And I feel like this woman just threw caution to the wind and was like, I'm going to live for me in this moment and see where that takes me. A true romantic. Even with like, like Playboy, she was just like, okay, I'll do it. And yeah. like all of these beautiful connections that one thing led to another in her life. I just thought, wow, this woman truly is fearless. I yeah. don't I don't know. I don't I don't have an example of someone I and I guess it's like some could maybe say it's crazy, mm-hmm. some could say it's fearless. I don't know anyone that lives as freely as this documentary portrayed her. Yeah, I um yeah. I think that's a really beautiful thing to say. I also really like that 
she didn't feel settled in what she was and what she was doing. And I like that she had a bigger purpose, specifically being animals, because, you know, we fucking love animals. And the fact that she took something that she wasn't crazy about, the sexualization, all of those things, and she turned it into a platform and an opportunity to do good for for PETA and for Mm -hmm. other animal things that she was promoting at the time. And I think that's just so beautiful yeah like that's so that is so selfless and so wonderful and so beautiful and i love that she did that and i really like that they shined a light on that because so often she is just sort of made to be this like poster on a dorm room wall and she's so much more than that she's so much more than a red bathing suit also bothered me though because she chose to do playboy she chose to do the modeling so all of that is fine it does break my heart that the sex tape kind of took away from the Mm -hmm. validity of what she was doing but there's even a clip in there when she's at the height of her success on Baywatch it's the most watched show on television and and the reporter was like well are you ever going do you think you'll ever become or be taken serious as an actor Mm -hmm. and I wanted to be like bitch i am an actor i'm on the most successful television show on yeah like you talk to me when you're you've reached this status like i am a successful actor you fucking bitch yeah i just wanted to slap the shit out of that reporter oh god i love you (laughs) (laughs) and and she just like kept her composure and she was like "Uh." she always does she always does bitch she is the show and the show is the most popular show on television what do you think she's doing that is an actress i don't care if you think it's like respectable acting she's like collecting the check yeah she's made the fans She's doing the work it's like fuck you also i loved watching her prepare for the roxy hart role where she's talking to it's probably the director and they're doing some character work and the director says one thing she goes no i think it's this and she like extrapolates on it and it's just like fuck yeah dude like i love that sometimes it's really hard and it's really scary to say to somebody like actually this is my experience or like this is my take on something especially for a show that's so established yes, and been going on for yes, so long yeah and especially as a woman who's been asked when are you going to be taking like when do you think you'll right. be taking yourself seriously to, and that to me is fearless and important and it's important for work and it's that's like a great thing to see in a role model even yeah just showing a polite discourse between two individuals who are working together on something creative who are disagreeing right and i really loved seeing that yeah i also loved her watching her fucking start dancing for the first time in her life mm-hmm. hell yeah dude that bitch goes good for her yeah yeah i yeah mommy good for her <laughs> i just i applaud her openness to take on life should you do it is it the yellow yeah. one Sip approved. <laughs> okay, you know her this son was in the reboot of The Hills. Can I'll you be get... back? I'll be back. I have to stretch. Yeah, her son was in the reboot of The Hills. What's going on with that? It's over forever. Probably. They didn't pick Hopefully. It back up. Excuse you. They rise from the dead in thirty years with their kids. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. In guest news. Did I, we get him? Did you well, reach out? I haven't reached out yet, but I've been wanting Spencer Pratt on oh, our show for a long time. Oh, he's been wanting Spencer Pratt. I sent him TikToks once a week saying, if you don't get Spencer Pratt, I'm fucking This is after him. I had pitched him to you. And then you start sending me his hummingbird bird videos. I mean, and I was like, everything. yeah, I have already been pitching you Spencer Pratt. I was down with Spencer Pratt. And then you were like, I can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> did you reach out? No, I followed him. He hit the follow back. He did not follow me back. <laughs> <laughs> well are you verified no so but i applied to be verified he, okay well i'm just saying he might not have seen you fall i Whatever. think like the hurts because i don't know how i saw it either like 
I don't know. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'll ask him. He posted a hella funny TikTok the other day where he was like at Air One and Alex Earl came in and he did a post with her where he's like, y'all know how I love fame. So when I saw the most famous bitch on TikTok getting the Hailey Bieber smoothie at Air One, I had to stop and say hi. (laughs) I fucking love him. Dude, imagine being next to a man who can be that still with hummingbirds. I'm nervous. I mean, hopefully he'll say yes. I hope he brings Heidi. I love Heidi. Uh, Yeah. I honestly do feel like they got a really rough end of the stick on the Hills filming. And I like that recently he's been like airing out the fucking drama. Well, a lot of, and a lot of that's come to light, even with selling sunset with yeah. uh, uh, Christine coming forward and then not getting asked back to the show. It's like, yeah, these people are bad. Yeah. Um, okay. So this next story gave me so much anxiety. I would be so <laughs> mad if well, Shane did this to me. So Portia surprised Ellen with a vow renewal on her birthday and Chris Jenner was the one who did the renewal right. or oversaw. And this was Portia's birthday. Oh, it was Portia's yeah, birthday. This wasn't even Ellen's birthday. I mean, that makes it a little better. It's Portia's birthday. Right. It's Portia's gift to herself. I don't know. You would never be in this position because you would never even have a birthday party. <laughs> this kind of social, I just can't believe it. Like, Ellen walks out, there's like 15 of her friends there, and then pop up comes Chris Kardashian. Yeah. And, and Portia's sh- scream singing. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at what the song she was singing is, but in my mind, it's. A Mama Mia song, and I know it's not Mama Mia. I know it's Ava, but I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> and it's in my mind, it's like, and the wedding is tomorrow. I know that's not the song. The sentiment. Like, that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> the sentiment of this was very cute, and mm-hmm. Portia did have what felt like an Oscar-winning monologue yeah. prepared yeah. for this vow renewal. I think she was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to get all dressed up and look so beautiful. In front of all our Hollywood bigwig friends who might want to hire me so that I could get a job. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to have something impactful to say. And yeah. it was pretty impactful. I was like taking notes for when Shane and I officially do it. And I did like that under all that, what could have been a lot of pressure, Portia said, Ellen, I don't expect you to say or respond with any sort of words. Because right. obviously Portia had prepared for it i still would have been like (sighs) i would have dropped dead (laughs) honestly i probably would have had a voldemort's bagel syndrome moment and just went out like a goat scared goat i get scared when i come around the corner and joe's there he's not even trying to scare me i just wasn't expecting him (laughs) like it doesn't take much but i also love surprises so if you want to surprise me okay uh (laughs) My but if first, I die from it. My first takeaway was obviously that the house was gorgeous. Of course. Like, I'm not looking at ever, anything except for the fucking house. And then in it, Portia makes a joke. She's like, this is our 24th house in 18 years. Bitch. And I'm like, why can't they find one they like? Yeah, they're, that's, they're all uh, like 30 to $100 million homes. Why haven't they come across one in 24 that they like? That's moving more than once a year. Yeah. That's too much You're for so me. good at math. Thank you. 24 <laughs> in 18 years. Thank you. That's more than once a year. I love to move, and that's too much. You love moving. Yeah, you're sick fuck. I think it's like a it's like a rebirth. It's fun. I mean, like you look at dogs every day. I look at houses every day. Like real estate is exciting. Yeah, but looking at houses is different than moving into one. Yeah, but when I find one I like, it's got to be executed. Do you like moving? Yeah, I love all of it. You like moving? Yeah, I think it's. I think you like boxing shit up and moving it to a new place and unboxing it. 
and resetting up, redesigning, re wow. yeah. I mean, I think it's yeah. You're a sick. If fuck. I was as rich as Ellen, I would move once a year too. Wow, that is. You think she's doing any of the heavy lifting? I just think you need therapy. And now we gotta get to the bottom of what the fuck it is about you that can't be settled. What is that about? That is wild. You need to chill your. Well, bill. Shane's worse than it, and I wouldn't move every year. I'd say I'd move every three years. <sighs> makes me sick just saying i fucking hate moving more than anything i fucking hate this it. is a bold-faced fucking lie what ari is prego now too is what you put on the document oh ariana grande is not pregnant i don't know it seems like a tiktok lie have you verified or did you see a tiktok i saw a tiktok of course you did chris can you oh well chris I can, I can go. okay there's no i mean there is a way she's married yeah and like it would be in the trajectory like it's not it wouldn't be mind-boggling but i feel like i also feel like did i fall for this tiktok already i feel like this news <laughs> is this the second time i've texted you this i feel like this news would have been made airwaves yeah i think you're right to be honest, I haven't seen it anywhere else. Uh, my takeaways from the Grammys were... It's not real, is it? It's not real. It's okay. Ari's not pregnant. Okay. Uh, Sorry, guys. My takeaways from the Grammys was Ben looking miserable. Ben? Ben oh, Affleck. Oh, Ben Affleck looked miserable. And he might he might not have been miserable. He might have just been uncomfortable. Like, can you imagine? I don't know if he... like. The Grammys is a place where people get super dressed up in like really fun, yeah. campy costumes and they like want to put on a show. Ben Affleck is like your typical straight dude that probably more than being miserable just felt a little out of place and all like all eyes were on him and he's sitting yeah. next to Jennifer Lopez. I mean, who's like this also is, putting on a show. It does feel a little bit like every time he's out and about paraded around, he's fucking miserable. I mean, he probably doesn't want to be doing these Hollywoody things. He no. probably loves Jennifer Lopez and that is in her DNA. Right. I feel like she's a Kim Kardashian who like was has built, a talent <laughs> built for fame. Are you just dissing Kim Kardashian on our show? No, I'm saying she had like in a talent show. What's Kim going to do? Whatever the fuck she wants. She'll yeah. stand there. Uh, well, great. <laughs> I, I mean, take away what they do. I think Jennifer Lopez and Kim Kardashian are built for fame. Like yes. they, they enjoy yes. being famous. They like being famous. They navigate it well. Mm -hmm. And if you're married to that, you just have to go along. Yeah. So I don't think he was probably as miserable as he was uncomfortable. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Maybe okay. he was just physically uncomfortable. Yeah. But I'm fucking miserable when I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> um, you didn't want to talk about Harry? Oh, I was just saying like my notable looks... I wanted to love Harry's because it was like a full blown. I hate Shiro it. I, I'm saying it was like a full blown Shirowski. Shirowski. I can't say it. Uh, Those were all crystals. Uh, yes, Chris wow. Shirowski crystals. You don't have to say it. No one has to say it. No one's ever said it. In fact, in the history of man, no one's ever said that company's name. Out but loud. I just didn't love the shape of it. But I did like no. that. He, I liked. I liked elements of it. I wish it would have fit him better. I um, like I like the liberty he takes and the fun that he has with his uh, wardrobe expression. Yeah. Sometimes it's really sexy and then sometimes it's really not. <laughs> it's always a statement, though. And he I is, can appreciate that. I'm not sure what the fuck he's saying, but he, boy, is he saying something. Uh, BB Rexa looked I don't know who incredible. that is. It I was literally this don't know who pink that is. number that was just magnificent. And the one I'm worried about most is MGK. Like I saw him on the E! News red carpet mm -hmm. and something's not right. Well, so rumor has it that Megan Fox is sucking his life force from him. Oh, they're like calling her 
A succubus. What do you mean? Just they're saying that she's sucking his life force from him. Who? They. God, the world hates Megan Fox. They're so I mean know, to her. I know. It's crazy. I mean, personally, I think that MGK is... Why would we blame his bad mood on a woman? If he cannot... If he... If that's... Even if that's the truth, then detach yourself from the situation. Yeah. I still think he's the problem. Like, I if you're not happy in your relationship, you're as responsible to get away from it. And I just don't like that the internet does a... It kind of feels like a Pamela Anderson thing. Yeah. Where they just pile on... The woman. The woman. All yeah. the time. She's and always And it's okay for the men to be out of fucking pocket all they want. And it's her fault. I think before her, he was still... A nightmare. He probably struck. I'm not probably like I know he's been very vocal about his mental demons. Yeah. So I don't think we should be blaming that on her. And I know no. that wasn't you. That was probably TikTok. He was definitely TikTok. Um, but I would also say that MGK just sort of like drives me a little crazy because he is constantly expressing self awareness that there is a problem, and then doesn't seem to fix it doesn't seem to fix it and it, when he does try to fix it it feels like he's providing his own answers and that's really it's hard for me to find functionality and success in a person who's like i have a problem i'm gonna come up with a solution to it because it's like well obviously your thinking doesn't well i think from what he was saying on the red carpet last night was he measures his life worth in his accomplishments and he didn't win the grammy or something yeah. and so he was like on the edge of crying and he's like it was a really humbling ride here to know that like whatever and then he's talking about his accomplishments this far saying that like his legacy of the man with the pink guitar won't go away so he needs to find happiness within himself and i was like I think you need then to go, go to get therapy. it. Yeah, go yeah, exactly. You need to talk to somebody that's not MGK. MGK needs advice from somebody who's not himself. <laughs> like, and that's my whole like, because that's that's the way that my, for me that's how my mind works. If sick Lizzie tries to solve sick Lizzie's problems, you best believe there's going to be a bigger fucking problem. Right. So I can't solve my own problem. I have to ask somebody who has the kind of emotional sobriety that I want how they got it. And mm. then I have to do that. Right. Like, that's what I have to do. So I feel like if you're suffering from something, you don't, you shouldn't just be looking in the mirror and talking to yourself. You should be talking to somebody else. Yeah. That's just how I feel about it. Amen, sister. Yeah, because I've seen him do this a few times and people are very accommodating and kind and everything. But to some degree, I'm like, is he an emotional vampire? Because he's making all of his problems America's issues. And the thing is, we just don't live inside of anyone's relationship. You never know what's going on behind no. closed doors with anything. And I think that he's a sweet man. I watch him be incredibly sweet with children. I watch him, you know, being a like really present for his kid. And then I watch 10 minutes of his fucking documentary where he's smoking blunts and driving 300 miles an hour on the 405. And I say, lock his ass up. Because that is some selfish, fucking dangerous behavior. Yeah. You're just going to kill yourself on the 405, motherfucker. You're going to kill a lot of other people. Don't be getting high and driving that fast mm -hmm. listening to your album because you have mental fucking demons. What That makes... Ooh. And that's where I lose empathy for this guy. Right. Because it's such an immature, self-centered thing. And he thing. decided to record that? Yeah, it's in his documentary. I had to turn the documentary off because I was getting so fucking irritated with it. Mm. And then I got even more pissed off when I dived, dove into some of the things that he said in his past, which like I know that we are not our pasts. And that we can learn, grow, and thrive from it all. But the shit that he said about Kendall Jenner back in the day is just like, ugh, it's irksome. Because it's not a bit. Right. It's not a bit. It's a guy who's literally 
saying something that's, you know, objectifying and grotesque. And for a guy that has a daughter, I'm a little shocked that those were words that he chose to use. I don't know what it is, but I don't know if I want to unpack it. It's not worth unpacking because it's like a decade old. And like I said, we are not our past, but it's, you know, to some degree, it all like the whole the total package of it for me is you're a sweet man for yourself yeah. find healing yeah and it's it, i'm not saying it's easy like he's worked his ass off to get to where he's at no. and fame is a difficult thing to navigate yeah. especially when you're like it adds a whole nother layer on but i guess I, I also don't think six uh you can't measure success as self-worth i think your self-worth comes from your character and the way that you treat the earth and the people around you so if anybody thinks that they're less than because they don't have a certain monetary value or a certain following on the internet or a certain number of awards, you're wrong. It's how you treat the earth and the people around you, period. Yeah. Bitch. All right. I think we should do an advice submission before we run out of time. So you do? we can scroll through. You don't want to talk about the fact that Taylor Swift talked to Harry Styles on the floor of the Grammys? I want to talk about the fact that she dressed up, showed up, and seemingly won nothing. Well, her record wasn't in consideration for this year. It's next year. Oh, so she just showed up to be a cheerleader? I think so. Okay. Because I saw somewhere she had won like... well. No, I don't know. I I couldn't. I was like, what did she win? And they said best music video for All Too Well. But I didn't see her give a speech or anything. So I, I, I didn't was, even watch it. So I don't know. The music video? No, the Grammys. The Grammys. I like right. saw little clips here and I there. I didn't watch it. I like scrolled. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get into some advice though. Um, my husband and I have been uh, have had an ongoing dilemma about the gym. He says it's a make or break if I don't work out. He wants our kids to grow up seeing us living a healthy lifestyle. I agree, but I can't understand why it's a make or break if I don't work out and just stick to my healthy diet and continue yoga. Apparently yoga is not working out. And then it's one of these emojis. Um, When I ask why it's a make or break, it goes right back to him saying he wants our kids seeing us live healthy. I think the reason why it hurts my feelings so much is because it's an ultimatum. I don't have the same drive about the gym that he does, and sometimes he makes comments about what I should be doing when I'm at the gym. It pisses me off, and now the gym is a touchy subject even when it's not about us. My subconscious is making me think that he wants me to look like the girls with big booties on Instagram. I'm tiny. I'm five feet, and I weigh 114 pounds. So it's even more touchy for me because it makes me feel like he doesn't like my body have you guys ever had an ultimatum in your opinion is this ultimatum fair p.s he did not make this lifestyle choice known prior to us getting married he said he figured it out as he got older oh and no he does not have a six-pack and looks super ripped if you saw him on the street you'd be like you wouldn't be able to tell he worked out he has a cute little gut lol It's that emoji so, for me. <laughs> the pregnant man. Yeah. If only dreams. I mean, I think it's pretty fucking lame. Especially if this is uh, like, because right now I've decided I'm on a health kick. It yeah. would be crazy for me to be like, Shane, you two now have to be on the exact same health kick I'm on. And if not, that reflects bad upon our parenting style and how our children are going to grow up yeah. and live a fulfilled life. I think it's really crazy to put an ultimatum on anyone for anything because we can't control people. Yeah. And you also like, I mean, I don't know. I think it's probably unhealthy to start showing your kids things that are quote unquote healthy but that mommy resents you know what i mean like well 
I'm going to go to the gym because it's healthy is not a great example of doing something that's healthy because it's good and fun and makes you feel well. And if anything, I think yoga is healthy for your mind and body and is a well-rounded full-blown workout depending on how you're doing it yeah i hate to just call this guy an asshole but the fact that this is an (laughs) ultimatum is like sir you're kind of an asshole yeah i just don't even know like i'm stumped at how i would go about this if because i know people have drastic life changes at different moments that Mm -hmm. are triggered by different things Mm -hmm. but it's just you can't expect everyone to be on that same trajectory like i hate that joe's vaping like i quit smoking and then everyone in the house quit smoking cigarettes but they're still vaping and how would you present that to him um i have said do you plan on quitting vaping and he said, because I, I'm, you know, it doesn't matter what I want. I don't think this is much different in regards to having children because this is, I'm sure you don't want your child growing up with your husband vaping just because it's I like, mean, more than anything, the puppy is attracted to the vapes because they smell sweet and he will seek them out wherever the fuck he can find them and eat them. And that scares the hell out of me. Right. And um, they're everywhere because they're just, it's big plastic trash. The bottom line is I don't fucking want it. And I cannot control what Joe does or doesn't do. So my approach is I asked, do you plan on quitting this? He goes, yeah, eventually. And then his second response is, and if you tell me to quit, it's not going to fucking work. And I'm like, I get it because you're a honey badger who I have to wear extra fucking opposite whatever day gloves with (laughs) if I want to get anything accomplished. But no matter what, it's like, I know I can't make my husband do anything, which mm-hmm. is a fucking annoying thing in and of itself. <laughs> but um, but that's the point about everybody. You can't make anybody do yeah, anything. Yeah, like my thing with Shane is the fake sugar. Yeah. It really bothers me. And he's like, he's aware too. And he has cut back um, because like he is, now that we're getting further down the line of like getting closer to hopefully having a child, he is being more health conscious in that way too. But I've asked him for years to stop mm-hmm. but i i can't give him an ultimatum and no. say like i'm gonna leave you if you don't stop yeah, the fake you know, sugar ultimatums come with like heroin and sex addiction and right. alcoholism for me those are where ultimatums live if you're gonna be doing something that's life-threatening those are where my ultimatums lie because i can't have my life compromised by the constant fear of finding your dead body or having to deal with the messes that come with those kinds of addictions. And I love you and I want you to live a happy, joyous life. Right. Those are my bottom lines. This bottom line is pretty fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't know. This It feels like it's got to be something deeper. I don't know why like you couldn't go out and go on a walk or a hike with your yeah. kids or go to yoga. Yeah. And especially if you're eating healthy. I just don't know why he thinks that if you're not doing the same gym activities as him. Yeah. That you're not being quote unquote healthy, especially like everyone's bodies are so different that it would be insane to think that you need to replicate what he's doing to be a good parent. Yeah. I mean, I would have a, I would have a sit down talk with him and express in a very unemotional way what this ultimatum does to you emotionally. Yes. Because I'm now and then asking what's what's your fuck what's your point like what's the subtext here what are you actually tripping about because it's definitely 
not our future non-existent kids. And is this his subtle way of saying he wants her to work out? I mean, I would take the same takeaway as her, which is yeah. like, I'm starting to think he just doesn't like my body and he's hinting he wants me to work it out I, differently. I personally would never spend the time trying to figure out what he means. I would ask him what he means before I start fantasizing about what the answer is. Because you can drive yourself fucking crazy trying to make and up I'm what sure someone actually And I'm sure she already has, especially yeah. when it comes to attract, like uh, feeling attracted to your partner. I don't think that's some... Uh, an area where you can mess around with. I don't think you can start no. saying like, oh, this part about you makes me feel less attracted to you. Like that's a, a relationship killer. Yeah. And also like, I would just talk to him and say, when you talk like this, it fucking hurts my feelings. And I don't think that's a healthy thing for our children to see mommy being diminished by daddy. And um, what what is actually going on here? What do you actually want me? What do you actually what you want? Saying? What are you actually saying? Because this is wild. It is a very weak ultimatum to me. And like, quite frankly, like, dude sounds like a fucking asshole. Yeah. I mean, you definitely have to start with the conversation. If he sticks hard in this ultimatum. Ooh, I would beat him to death. <laughs> like the longer I sit here, the more actually mad I get. And I'm like getting a little blinded by my rage, which I should probably work on with someone who doesn't have rage issues. But because I don't, because I don't take my own advice. Hi, MGK. <laughs> um, I'm like blinded by rage for her. I'm sorry, man. That's a fucked up thing for a dude to this say to you. This is really fucked up. And I hope that you can actually sit down, have a conversation and have a breakthrough about this yeah and your worth is not determined by him no or your body size and i would hate for this one scenario to snowball into you constantly feeling less than in different arenas of your life until yeah. you shrivel to feeling that of nothing and he might be lashing out because he feels less than and that again has nothing to do with you his shit is not your shit and do not yeah. fucking carry his bags bitch relationships are tricky because you do have to present your full self you, it's just so tricky like you have right to, it's very tricky to be in a relationship so i hope God. you find a way to navigate this well especially if there's kids involved i have a new piece of advice okay Every, any piece of electronic device that he has to charge go to the charger in the wall and lightly unplug it. So it looks like it's still plugged in a little no, bit. No, we're not playing unhealthy games. And then games. he's going to find that nothing in his life is charging and it's going to drive him fucking crazy. And maybe you'll sleep a little better at night. And that's why you come to The Sip to get great advice, ladies and gentlemen. I wish you well. Uh, give us an update when you have one, if you feel comfortable. Thank you guys for watching our show. We so appreciate it. Hopefully we'll have Spencer Pratt on the show soon. Next week, Spencer Pratt. Uh, <laughs> Maybe two weeks, hopefully. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, watch Lizzie's vlogs. You're doing oh, do we do? I, should I should I plug it? Yes, that's what I was doing. Oh, I completely forgot I'm doing this. Okay, go sorry, for my it. armpit just got itchy with excitement. I'm doing a bachelor recap now on Thursdays. Actually, I'm dropping it on Thursdays. Okay, so we don't talk about the Bachelor on this show. No, so Lizzie, it, yeah, is doing a very fun and creative uh, way of recapping. The you bachelor. don't have to watch the Bachelor to watch my Bachelor recap and enjoy it. I'm doing it with my um roommate i guess well, i was gonna call him a hostage because he's not allowed to leave <laughs> but i'm doing it with my hostage james and uh i think it's fun i think it's fun for people who don't watch the bachelor as much as it is for people who do watch the bachelor because we're not well versed in bachelor nation but i'm a huge fan of it right and because i've always watched it he has to watch it because he's my <laughs> hostage 
And I think it's really fun. We got tiny microphones for it. Yeah, you got that straight boy opinion. Yeah, you got the girl's opinion. Mm -hmm. So uh, tune into that. She's also vlogging once a week as well. So two videos a week on Lizzie's channel. Um, I have a vlog channel. Chris has an Instagram. Uh, we love you so much. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. And, and that's, that's the, the sip. sip.